Hey, welcome to Moist Nougat. I am the kid. And I'm Dan Lee. We are uh, trying something a little bit different. The, this podcast is obviously, you know, we're trying to streamline and, and uh, you know, we're going to try some different things along the way until we hit our stride, I guess. Um, so I kind of came up with a, a template, like a brainstorm template. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna try that and see how it works. Uh, the the first thing is we're we're gonna tell like a story kind of thing, maybe, uh, and not like a bedtime story, just like a like an event that happened in your life or a period of time that happened in your life, and kind of go through it. Um, so I guess I'll I'll start it out. I I I chose uh, the move to Texas, oh, okay. which was was a couple years of like not really fun um my wife uh got a job in in uh southeast texas a place called lake jackson um and so we decided that that was the good move for her you know and us to uh go ahead and do it as much as i really didn't want to move to texas um but she had to go down ahead of me obviously um because i had to stay back and and uh get the house packed and and get the house sold and we had a relocation package so you know um but yeah uh so she went down a couple months before i did and uh i mean i remember when she left you know it's kind of a freaky feeling watching your wife and dog pull out and and not know if it's going to be you know a month or two months or four months or you know before you know you're going to be following behind um and uh yeah so she she left and then uh four days later she gets rear-ended by some jackass she's on the highway going to visit a friend that actually lived in texas uh that was pregnant she's doing like 60 65 on the highway and some kid rear-ended her Wow. Kid got out of jail that morning. Um, rear-ended her, and fortunately there wasn't anybody in the left lane or anything like that because it spun her into the left lane, down in, into the median, and then up against the uh, wow. the uh, concrete barrier between the the highway. And, uh, yeah, totally like pushed the whole rear-end of her car. So how fast was this kid yeah, going? That's what, I, that's what I was thinking. Uh-huh. He must have been upwards of... Uh, 8590. Yeah. And uh you know, of course I mean what he did is he passed a car on the shoulder and then and then came in didn't see her in front of that car. Oh. And uh yeah, I mean it's a good thing I wasn't there cuz that kid Yeah. He'd be he'd be 6 feet under right now. There was going to be a beatdown going on. Oh yeah. And I think the kid probably got off scot free. Um Wow. Because, you know, Texas, it's a no fault state, whatever. Mm. Um but yeah, so I'm, I'm, you know, she called me right after it happened and, uh, you know, I'm 1200 miles away. What, what can I do? You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, and it screwed her back up a little bit in her neck and, uh, I can imagine. So, and then, and you know, now she's out of a car, she doesn't have a car. So, uh, but she had a friend that, that she knew that that was in Lake Jackson that worked for the same company. So at least that was something, um, but yeah, that that was that went on, 
And then, uh, you know, I'm, I'm at the house trying to pack, you know, just get shit ready before the movers come. I'm trying to pack up all my important stuff before the movers get there. Really, I, I didn't have to do any of it. They would have came in and packed it all up. But I'm like, I, I just I feel better about packing some of this shit up myself. Yeah, I don't blame you. Um, and, uh, yeah, they, they came and uh, packed up the rest of the stuff, like the kitchen stuff and all that. And uh, I remember watching them. I took pictures as they went away because I was basically there at that house with nothing. Uh, I had that little TV that I kept behind. Uh, I think I borrowed an air mattress from you guys. Right. Uh, and I had like a, uh, I had gone to like Walmart or Target or something, bought like a, a folding chair. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course I had my computer. So, but yeah, I, I, I lived like that for well over a month. I nice. think probably closer to two months actually. Wow. Um, ordered a lot of pizza. I'll bet. <laughs> I, I probably bet. had pizza four nights a week. Oh my God. Uh, but yeah, uh, uh, just living in the empty house, and, oh. and and this is before I even got to Texas. In Texas, that part of it's really <laughs> the part that really sucked. Mm. Uh, and it, as I got, we finally sold the house. Um, yeah, what I remember, you and I uh, were working on it. We were painting, right? Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, and then something positive happened with the sale, I guess. Well, unfortunately, the 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 woman that I was working with through the relocation company, right? I, apparently, it was her first time. I mean, she was super nice, but hell, I've got I've got a guy coming out to do window, you know, to look at some of the windows because they, you know, they bring an inspector or whatever, uh-huh. and they're like, you know, oh, these windows need to be, replaced, you know. So I'm thinking I, I already put a brand new garage door on, spent like five or six hundred dollars on that. Wow. Uh, and, uh, I, I was finally starting to get fed up with this woman and, uh, they got, they gave us another dude and, and, uh, he was like, you know, put the paintbrushes down. He he talked to my wife. He said, tell him to put the paintbrushes down. They don't need, he doesn't need to do anything. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I remember we were, we were getting it done. Yeah. Well, that was my thing. I was like, I got, you know, I've got like two rooms left. I'm just going to finish at this point. Yeah, I was I was working out in the garage. I remember that. And and you came out and you said, stop. Yeah, well, we actually finished painting. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I, I'm doing all this work. And, and, of course, you know, I had to meet realtors. Yep. And yep. I, I got to choose which one. And I went, I went with this woman that, you know, she seemed kind of like a bulldog. I'm like, she's going to get this thing sold quick. She was a thorn in my fucking side. Really? This woman was a pain in my ass. Ooh. She came in there and wanted to take pictures, and I had, of course, I had taken all the light switch covers off and stuff like that so I could paint. Uh-huh. And she's like, oh, can you put those back on? And, and you know, I'm like, well, nobody's going to give a shit. I'm painting. Right. And uh, she's like, yeah, but it'll look better for the pictures. And I'm like, you know, I got to get this done at some point. You know, I, you can't just keep coming over here and asking me to do shit that, so yeah. I did it. She took her freaking pictures. Um, the house sold like the day after it went on the market. Obviously, an investor bought it to rent it out. That's right. Um, but I remember <clears throat> at that point I had moved out of the house and I was staying with you guys for yeah. uh, <clears throat> until I was going to leave for Texas. Right. Right. And uh, I remember her calling me and I, I specifically we were standing there in the kitchen and I said, here's the keys front door all the other doors 
And then the other key is for the shed out back. Mm-hmm. She calls me and she goes, where's the key to the shed? I said, it's on that key ring that I left in the drawer in the kitchen. Well, I wish you would have told me that. I said, I did. But you can't keep your mouth shut long enough to listen to anybody. Mm-hmm. So she's like, well, can we break it? And and I said, you can break it if you want, but I'm not putting another freaking door knob on that thing. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm like, it's a freaking, it's a shed. There's nothing in it. Wow. What the hell do they need to see? Yeah. Um. But yeah, I said, if you break it, you can, you know, you can pay for another, <laughs> you know, to have it fixed. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not spending money on it. So did she ever close the deal? I mean, she did. But what happened? I know what happened is as soon as she, as soon as the place went up, she went back into the office and somebody said, "Oh, I've got a, you know, I've got a buyer that's looking for something exactly like that," uh-huh. and that's why it sold so quick. Right. Um, I mean, how far were you from the college? Not far at all. Okay. And that's probably what they did. They rented it out to college kids or whatever. Who knows? But it was a, it was families though. That that your little neighborhood, your street. Yeah, it was yeah. all primarily families. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I do recall the college being close by. That's yeah, why the college is a couple miles away. I mean, that's what that was your focus when you bought it, right? Uh, or, I mean, not necessarily. Oh, okay. But uh, all right, it was just the one that we could afford. Yeah. Okay. You know, we had looked at a bunch of different places and and mm-hmm. uh, you know, put an offer on in a house in in Concord and and um. You know, paid for the inspection, and the inspector was like, you know, we went down in the basement, and he's like, ooh, this doesn't look very good. You're going to have to get a structural engineer in here to look at this. And I just looked at Kyle, and I said, not buying this one. No. Because um, we just paid this guy like 350 Structural engineer is going to probably want four or $500. Wow. And then if there's problems, like we already knew the lady that was trying to sell the house was a Fruit Loop. So, oh, gosh. Um, she had turned down several offers asking they they offered what she was asking and turned the offers down. <laughs> she didn't want to sell it. She was going through a divorce. She was probably probably oh going to have to split split the money with her husband or something like that. Oh man! And so she was just being a pain in the ass. Um, but yeah, the house sold, and we were getting so cl- close to Christmas that uh, that's right. Decided to have Kyle fly home and spend the holidays here. You know, yeah. and then, and then we'd drive in my car back to Texas. Um, so yeah, you know, uh, you know, Christmas passes and, and now it's time to go and, uh, yeah, saying goodbye to everybody sucked, you know, right. Uh, you guys are still at the house in, in, uh, Denver. Right. Right. And, uh, just getting to Texas when we finally got there, a two day trip basically. Yeah. Um, just not my kind of place, flat, mm-hmm. hot. Actually, it wasn't hot when I got there. It was unseasonably cold and rainy because um, it was January. Yeah. Uh, I, as a matter of fact, I think we were halfway there. We were staying in a hotel. It was New Year's Eve. Oh, really? And then we got we actually got there on the first. And uh, of course, the house that Kyle had rented, um, and then the movers came and brought all the stuff in. But because she was jacked up from the car accident, she you know couldn't hardly unpack anything so the house is just full of boxes yeah and uh just uh just a bad deal all, all the way around i mean you guys were there yeah you came down yeah. i mean the house itself wasn't bad yeah it wasn't bad it, it, it definitely needed 
the owners needed to uh, do some things, definitely. Yeah. Between the yard and the house, yeah, they really they really needed to come in with a little bit of money. Well, and it was in a shithole neighborhood. I mean, the house next door yeah. had boarded up. I mean, and people right. live there. They and were, half their windows were boarded up, and yeah. uh, their garage was just full of shit. Right. And uh, it looked like a closed-up property. Yeah, yeah. The, and the, the and that house was literally like 10 feet. Yeah, it was close. You know. Uh, Wasn't it the same construction? Yeah. So basically, whoever came in there built houses that were. Yeah. I think there was a bunch of brick houses in that little neighborhood there. All the same style? Yeah, pretty much. And uh, But but the humidity mm-hmm. and the bugs. And then, of course, you know, fortunately, only ran into snakes a few times once in the house. Oh, yeah. Um, and I'm not a snake person. No. And I mean, uh, daily, most people aren't. <laughs> daily, you know, you were killing these monster spiders. They were huge. Yeah. And I don't think they were, you know, anything that would hurt you. Yeah. Um, but they got the palmetto bugs in there all the time. Oh gosh, we I have hate, mice in there. I hate those palmetto bugs. It, it, we had one in a in a villa in Florida that we were staying in when we were working the Daytona race. And your mom was in the bathroom. And I heard a noise, and I walked over to the bathroom door, and there's a palmetto bug going up and down. And she goes, what the hell is that noise? I said, there's a sparrow in here flying up and down your, your door. Yeah. She, a what? <laughs> I said, yeah. it's the bug that looks about the size of a sparrow. I mean, they're essentially cockroaches. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, I slept with the light on. Yeah, you got to know there. You got to know what you're trying to kill, right? Yeah, and and I, I really to this day I sleep with the light on. Mm-hmm. It, it kind of it, it just if I wake up and something's crawling on me, I want the light already on so I can figure out where it is and what it is and how yeah. to get it off me. Yeah, really. Um, that's probably why I don't sleep very well. Sleep with the TV on. Sleep with the damn light on. Right. Um, but yeah, and then uh, to make things matters worse, you know. I think I've talked about my wife has MS. Right. And uh, won't get into that a whole lot, but uh, she was fine up until that point. Um, and while we were in Texas, they, you know, it's called an episode, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, she went from being, you know, pretty healthy and being able to get around, you know, fine mm-hmm. to, uh, ha- you know, we, well, we actually we couldn't, we couldn't find a decent neurologist. Houston's supposed to have some of the, I mean, we're like 50 miles from Houston. Yeah, that's right. Supposed to have some of the best hospitals in the country. Mm-hmm. They were like six, eight months out to see a neurologist. Wow. So she saw a neurologist in, in uh, Lake Jackson. We actually, the house we rented was in a town called Brazoria. Right. Uh, right. Which is like just a little tiny podunk freaking town. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, neurologist that she saw in Lake Jackson basically said, uh, you don't have MS. Nice. And she's like, what do you mean I don't have MS? I was diagnosed like 12 years ago. Like, I already know I have MS. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a dumbass. Mm-hmm. I was going to flatten his tires. Kyle wouldn't let me. Flatten the tires. Oh, his, yeah, I, his tires were going to be flat when he got out of work that day. Um, I, I, I had it. I was up to my ears with Texas at that oh, point. Oh, yeah. You had to have been. And, uh, if you were going to flatten someone's tires, yeah, you were, you were fed up. <laughs> so, uh. So we ended up driving all the way back to North Carolina oh. so my wife could see 
her neurologist that she used to see here. That's right. And, you know, we came back, so we stayed for a couple of weeks since we made the trip all the way back. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, ridiculous. You know, it's like, uh, and then, when you know, her neurologist basically told her, if you have another episode or anything like that, uh, have your husband take you to the hospital and make, and, and they make him admit you. And it happened. Oh gosh. Uh, so yeah. I took her while, while you were in North Carolina. No, no, no. When we got back to Texas, that was when she, when I had to take her to the hospital in Houston, it was actually the hospital that like the Bush family had all gone to and stuff. So, you know, it's yeah. a high end hospital. Right. Um, she was there for like seven days. Man. Um, like I said, I won't get into all the, you know, how they treat MS and all that, just heavy doses of steroids and, and whatnot. But hmm. um, she needed, like, crutches at that point. Um, and they, they, she left the hospital without crutches because they didn't have crutches to give her. Oh, my God. So we had to order them from Amazon. <laughs> I mean, like, and, and at that point, it was just like once her two years was up because it was like a two-year contract. I mean, she couldn't do her job anymore because she couldn't, you know, right. do the physical part of it. She could do the mental part of it. Um, yeah. Um, so, yeah, when the two years was up. And she had a high-end job, too. I mean, being a chemist. Yeah. A lot of responsibility, a lot of, uh, lot of work there. And, of course, the, uh, the asshole landlord right. stiffed us for our security deposit and everything else. Yeah. 1700 bucks or something like that. Uh what a thief. Yeah, yeah. And really, what am I going to do about it? Right. You know? Right. I tried calling him. He wouldn't answer my phone anymore. Right. He just wouldn't answer. I'm like, you son of a bitch. Hope you never come to North Carolina and I run into you because I'm just going to mm. drop you. Yeah. Um, Boy. So Texas was was a, a very, very shitty experience. Yeah. You know, we thought we were doing the right thing um, well, to, to for my wife's career. Exactly. And... uh yeah, because in that business, you have to be willing to relocate certainly to, uh, you know, climb the ladder. Yeah. And that was the first step. And uh, and I couldn't find any work down there because it was all chemical companies. Mm -hmm. And uh, I didn't have any, you know, real background in that. Right. Uh, so we moved. That's how we ended up in Gastonia, because by that time, you guys were living in Florida. Yeah, we did our we did our trip down. So thought we'd give it a try. Yeah. So when we came back, we didn't really have anywhere to go, but her parents' house temporarily. Yeah. Uh, so we lived there for like six months mm -hmm. and, uh, fine. You know, her parents are great. Love right. her parents. Right. Uh, but you know, four adults and four dogs at the time <laughs> and, and their house is, you know, a little over a thousand square feet. Yeah. That's one tight. bathroom. Uh, you know, it's that's tight. Yeah, it's a little tough. It was tough on everybody, you know. So we moved into the apartment, and right now we're back next door. We rented the house next door to our parents. Yeah, but, uh, but yeah, that's my Texas story. I, 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 there's other things, I, you know, that I can tell you about Texas and and things that happened, and uh, they're a little bit personal. So I'm not going to get into those a whole lot. But yeah. Uh, just not a very good experience. Yeah, that's unfortunate, man. There, there, there a lot went down in a fairly short amount of time. Well, yeah, and what sucks is my, my wife was my meal ticket, you know? Yeah. By this point in time, she's supposed to be making, you know, really good money. 
uh-huh. and you know i'm just buying cool shit for the studio right you know and walking the dog or whatever you know yeah uh but life throws you a curveball all you can do is just go with it and that's and, it uh, yeah you know yep. and i feel bad for her she's got a master's degree in chemistry mm-hmm. can't use it no uh you know that's why she's doing the the gardening stuff and and the crocheting and all all the other well, things that she well, does to to you know keep busy and yeah uh, yeah but yeah that's my texas story um mm-hmm. uh, you you got a story you want to tell uh well i was just i was just thinking about um it's a it's a good story it's it's a short story though i mean yours is uh it's definitely... Um, well, mine happened over the course of like, you know, over two years. Right. You know, from start right. to finish. So, and there was plenty of uh, tough things that went down. But ours is is just a really, uh, just a, a very light story about um, our granddaughter's uh, graduation this year. Yeah. And how uh, we thought, well, okay, we'll go to the, uh, we'll go to the graduation like everybody else and... You know, had to find out from Shannon and John. Okay, what time do we have to leave? Because we're we're coming from one direction, you're coming from another. It's about the same distance. And uh, when should we leave? How many people are going to be there? It should be a packed house because over 500 kids in her graduating class. Yeah, that's a lot. It's huge. Yeah, I mean that's that that Mooresville school is is big. Yeah, I think my my graduating class was less than a hundred. Yeah. And uh, mine in uh, Canandaigua, that was a little over 300. Yeah. Back in 1970. What was your year? Uh, 87. 87. Okay. So. Uh, 86 and a half. 86 and a half. Yeah, I, I was basically done halfway oh. through my senior year. Oh, okay. So I didn't go to school for, for the second half of the year, but. Yeah. I was I was ready to get the hell out of school. I didn't. Yeah. So I was, I was ready, um, probably at the beginning of my sophomore year. Yeah. <laughs> I was not a good student. I didn't want to be there. I didn't enjoy it. I had no interest in anything except history. I liked history. Yeah. There were certain classes that I liked and enjoyed, but uh-huh. you know, some of it was just like, you know, am I ever going to use any of this? I, you know, to this day, I, I still don't know what a past participle is, if if that's even the correct words. I don't know. I don't know if I've ever even heard of it. I, and I'm thinking, all right, how am I going to use this? I, I have no idea how I'm going to use any of this. It just, it didn't make, I don't know, just that whole education thing just didn't make sense to me. Yeah. Like, I've got to be here every day. And yet I don't. I don't. I don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. I, I'm. I'm. Somebody, please explain this to me. Is this a, a ritual I have to go through, or are you actually going to be teaching me of the world and the things I really need to know? Right. Like, well, the they, things they, that my parents at, have at the time, me. like they should have been teaching, like how to do your taxes and how to balance a checkbook. And sure, and they don't teach you any of that crap in school. Yeah. Give me the things I, I'm going to be. You know, I'm going to use. I mean, obviously, my parents could have done that, but it's like, hey. Uh, you know, I can learn this in school. It's it's not that hard of stuff, but we can we can touch on it a few times, and you can give us good insight. 
I mean, I get it, uh, you know, because I feel stupid sometimes when I'm around like my wife and, and some of her college friends and stuff because they were all learners. Right. They craved learning and, and, and they're, you know, much more intelligent than I am. I, I've, I'm, I've street, street smart or common sense smart. Mm-hmm. Um, not that my wife isn't, but, right. but I don't have all the, the uh, book knowledge. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a big reader. Uh, so, yeah. And, uh, for me, it, you know, I, I was having fun. I was in my element. For instance, um, something as, as dumb and simple as shoveling snow, physical activity. That's what I, I always enjoyed. Physical activity. Yeah. You know, I wasn't that good in sports or anything, but at least I went out and I tried. I mean, I feel uh, like the, the, at some point during high school, you know, kids kind of know whether they're going to college mm-hmm. and, and you know, this, this pressure to, you got to go to college, you got to go to college. College is nothing to me. It's, it's just a, it's not a bad thing. No, it's not a bad thing. It's an expensive thing. There's also things called trades. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, somebody has got to freaking fix your plumbing right. and your electrical and somebody has got to pick, you know, pick up the garbage. Somebody has got to build your house. Right. Um, Air conditioning. So the and kids heating. that maybe aren't the best students mm-hmm. when it comes to, you know, math and science, maybe you start pushing them in the direction of a trade. Yeah. And, and. By the time they they walk out of college or out of high school, they're they're they kind of know what they're going to do, right? You know. So I, I, for all of me making it sounds like I was just a dumb kid who was, you know, give me a shovel and uh, uh, some water skis and a few other things, I'll be a happy guy. I'll have a well-rounded life. Well, no, I'm no one's dummy by any means, but I didn't see where I was going with this high school education yeah. in, in 1970. I was like, I'm, I'm ready to be turned loose, of course. And I'm 1A and Vietnam is all flared up and I'm figuring, well, I'm just going to get grabbed. I'm either going to Vietnam or Germany. Right. And I thought, well, great. You know, I'm either going to get killed or go off to Germany and, and just see a little bit of Europe. But, uh, we got totally sidetracked. From yeah, we story. sure did. But uh, <laughs> I was I was going to try and uh, weasel my way back to uh, going to the graduation. But um, aside from all that, I just uh, I I don't have the most fond memories when I think back on the on the high school education. I just I, I just don't have them. I, I was directionless, and my parents, you know, were there to help. But I'm like, they're like, hey, you got to leave Dan alone. Cause he's just going to go down his own road. Yeah. He'll, he'll find something. And they did. But, uh, so anyhow, we go to Olivia's, uh, the focus was on going to Olivia's graduation. And I thought, well, it's going to be tough, kind of a tough for me in a way, because I have a, a disease that, um, is a, it's a nerve disease. And it, it starts out in the legs. And I am starting to feel it in other parts of my body. And it's just your mitochondria that make up your myelin sheath. That's basically your nervous system that runs through your body. My mitochondria are all out of shape. 
So they they don't transfer a signal like normally. Yeah. Like if I go to stretch, you know, you get up in the morning and you have a good stretch. Mm-hmm. I'll get about halfway into the stretch and then my body starts to twist and go in different, literally in different directions. It's like, oh, wait, wait, stop. Yeah. Because like the muscles are going wacky. Right. And I try to stretch in the morning because, you know, a stretch usually feels good. And it's like, uh, it's like, oh, no, halfway through it, it's okay. The other half's lousy. And I'm, and it's hard for me to, to drive long distances. It's hard for me to sit on a hard surface. And I thought, well, graduations, that's going to be bleachers or it's yeah. going to be a seating position. I'm not really going to be able to handle very long. Well, and this is why we take our, our break you know, about halfway through the podcast. Uh, and you right. know, we talked about it before, why I leave it in there. I'm like, it just became a thing. And, yeah. you know, I could just hit pause and then, you know, we could just resume. But it just kind of became a thing. So, yeah. Uh, but but that's why we have to get up and, and, you know, go outside and walk around a little bit for, yeah. Yeah. for 10 or 15 minutes. Because yeah, I literally do have to stretch my legs. Yeah. I, I've got to. So, but I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, but no, I, that's fine. I knew where you were going, but to to put a name on it, it's they use initials CMT, Charcot Marie Tooth. Well, back in the year eighteen ninety nine, whenever you found a disease like Madame Curie or or you know find a cure or whoever, you got your name stuck on it. That's what they did. Yeah. So if I said to uh, people, well, I have Charcot Marie Tooth disease, they're going to be like, you have a tooth disease. No, it's it's the name of the Frenchman and the English guy that discovered it. Right. But so you just you call it CMT and go with that. And uh, so that restricts me to what I can do. Subsequently, going to, I'm I am going to charge ahead with my best effort and go to this five hundred over five hundred people uh, high school event and uh, this graduation. And I didn't want to miss it. We we didn't want to miss it. So kind of at the last minute, we brought it up. It's like, you know, we could be stuck in traffic for a while. Um, it might be a long walk. It might be this. It might be that. And I'm thinking, well, I don't I don't care. I'm, I'll, I'll deal with it. It's for Olivia. I want to see her graduate. And then they said um, it's going to be, uh, what, a live stream? Yeah, they live streamed it for people that couldn't actually go. So, hey, the party's at their at her house. They just said, "Come over here, bring your computer, and here's what you do." And so we did that instead. It was it was the best seat I ever had at a graduation. Yeah, we were on our way there, so we weren't able to to live stream it because we were driving. Yeah, driving to my sister's house for the graduation ceremony party or yeah. after party or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I mean, they, it was, it was great. They introduced the kid's name. People would scream and yell and cheer. And, and of course, Olivia got her name called and, you know, people were screaming and yelling and yay. And so it was fun. It was yeah. fun. You know, we were really focused and I, I even videotaped it off the computer onto my phone just so I'd have it to go and look at every once in a while. Yeah. So just that, knowing that my graduation, which we got, I think we got to the letter D and, and the skies opened up and down came the rain and everybody had to go running into the into the gym, the bleacher, pull the bleachers out and 
you know, they had everything ready just in case or somewhat ready. Right. So I thought, well, this, this could go a lot of different ways, but it, it went well. It went well all the way around, but just my experience at graduation. And, uh, I was like, well, I'm, I'm ready to put up with anything. I want to see this happen. But that live stream made it so nice. Yeah. I got to see every step she made coming to the, you know, up to on the stage and getting that and people cheering. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would have liked to have seen it. But, uh, yeah. You know, maybe I'll have to watch your the video you took with your phone. But Yeah, absolutely. Um, After this. But, uh yeah, my graduation, like I said, it was a, I, I don't know the actual number. I have a couple of my old yearbooks kicking around somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm pretty sure it was less than 100. And uh, But, I mean, the weather was fine. It went on. We, we actually had our graduation at the fairgrounds. Right. Um, right. On the, uh, the horse track because there was a big stage on the other side of the horse track and then the bleachers. Yeah. Um, so that, it was actually a pretty good spot. That was an old fairgrounds. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, you know, I could have cared less to be there or not. You right. Know? <laughs> it's just one of those things. Well, I guess you got to do it. You know. Yeah. Um. But uh, I think speaking of uh, taking a walk, I think we're at a good uh, breaking point for for our break. Okay. So uh, we'll catch you in a few. <laughs> Yourself, stop it. And we're back from our break. Uh, that was a relatively normal break. Yeah, it was. It wasn't. It wasn't the uh, forty-five minute break that we end up taking a lot of times. Right. Um, but like I was saying before, uh, we were trying out uh, like a new format. So uh, this topic is is uh, something recent, and uh, I'm going to start it out with. Uh, I started a TikTok because we were talking to Emily in the last episode, or I don't know if it was the last ep- the episode before the last episode. Right. So it was 16? Uh, uh, 17. 17. Okay. Uh, we're actually at episode 19 right now. All right. Right. Um, but yeah, she said TikTok was what, you know, all the, all the kids were using. So uh-huh. I said, hell with it. I'm just going to, you know, sign up for it and check it out and see what it's all about and and uh, we actually made a a short tiktok video Uh last week and uh it massages your ego a lot better because like that got like 600 views or something like that oh no kidding Uh, it's not like my youtube videos that like you know like four views or the listen (laughs) on this podcast uh but she she was completely right uh about how it it kind of begins it's addicting like, I've been charging my phone like twice a day this week because I'm watching so many of these damn videos, and, and of course that eats your battery on your phone. Right. Um. But there, I mean, there is some funny shit on there. There really is some funny shit on there, um, which it it, it tells me how hard it is to compete. Like, oh yeah. With you know. So it's like I'm not trying to, you know, there's a lot of copycat shit going on. And I think that's part of TikTok is that, like, you know, somebody comes up with an idea and then it's, you know, other people do their version of the same thing. And I think that's part of the TikTok thing. Right. Um, But as far as, like, trying to come up with something completely unique and and, uh, that's why it's 
like the YouTube channel that I started, which we're, we're hoping to relaunch in the near future. Um, I think I talked about it before it was, I just started it because we were in the middle of this pandemic and you couldn't go anywhere. And I was like, screw it. I'm just going to start a YouTube channel. And so, uh, there's a couple of you and I were, were you Skyped in, uh-huh. we did the split screen thing. Yep. Um, most of them is just me, uh, talking for 10 minutes and, you know, I don't really watch them back because I'm like, Jesus Christ, what was I thinking? Well, <laughs> Um, but, uh, you know, but, but coming up with ideas and, and that's part of why we're doing this, this template thing. And I just wanted to try it to see how it works because yeah. I feel like, uh, it, it's weird to talk about this shit on the podcast about the podcast or whatever. But, um, we did have that one wing at week. I think that was way back, you know, episode four or five or something where, you know, we we both had a busy week, so we didn't really have a lot of time to brainstorm and come up with topics and stuff. Right. And, uh, and it's also like during like you know, because I'm still not really going out a whole lot. Yeah. Um, because right. like I said, with my, with Kyle having MS and she can't even get vaccinated until uh, next month, and you know she's going to be like you know the end of summer almost by the time she's technically fully vaccinated. Yeah. Um. So. You know, uh, but, you know, coming up with ideas for the podcast, coming up with ideas for a YouTube channel or even a TikTok video, Mm -hmm. um, because everything's been done. Yeah. You know, unless you have some like fabulously crazy skill where you can just showcase yourself doing that skill. Mm -hmm. And I'm not a comedian, so I, you know, I can't, you know, try to be a little bit funny. Our TikTok video, actually, you were hilarious because... It was just the way it came off, you know. Uh, I don't. Did you did, did you get a chance to watch it? Yeah, I looked at it. Okay, I sent you the link, and and uh, and, and it's funny how you you know when you look at yourself and you go, "Gosh, I, I was a little strange in that." And then somebody else will look at it and go, "You were funny." Yeah, and I was like, "Oh well, okay then." <laughs> no, you were just completely. You're like the the sidekick, you know. I was like, uh, "All right, yeah. however it comes across, that's good for me just because." A, I'm always going to be critical of myself. Yeah, well, it, and everybody is. And I think that's why it's, it's you know, for somebody that hasn't done, like, a podcast. Because podcast is so much easier than yeah doing a video. Because you're not putting your face out there, you know. Yeah, it's um, yeah you're putting everything out there then. And I'll say it again. I have a face for radio, but, you know, I'm still <laughs> going to do the YouTube shit and the TikTok shit. Because it's, it's fun. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, no, I'm not trying to go viral. I'm not trying to make money doing it. No. Doing it because it's fun and I enjoy doing it. But, yeah, it's it's hard to come up with ideas. And uh, so, like, this whole template thing, I thought it would be a little bit easier just to, like, you could just kind of, you know, you got, like, three or four categories, you just plug in shit mm-hmm. every week. So, as far sure. as brainstorming, because I know you're a lot busier than I am. So, um, I just sometimes I don't get off my ass and, and do the stuff, but, but I also want you to have, uh, your input into the podcast. I don't want to just come up with all the topics all the time. Oh yeah. I understand you know? that. Sure. Uh, and, uh, that's why I like this, uh, you know, we'll, we'll give it a shot and see. Right. And, uh, and see how it works out. But yeah, that's the, the most recent thing, uh, for me would be the TikTok thing. And, uh, I'm, I'm actually really enjoying it. It's, it's pretty funny, but, you know, mm-hmm. I try to only 
like if I go out for a smoke, yes, I smoke cigarettes. I, I really want to quit and, and uh, I'm going to try the patch, I think, here pretty soon. Oh, okay. Um, but putting that aside, if I go out for a smoke, I'll, watch, you know, I'll, I'll open it up and watch videos. Right? But I'm not just all day long, yeah. you know, watching TikTok videos. But uh, it can get addictive a little bit. Oh, know, yeah. Just swiping through it. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't really checked it out. I don't think I'm quite in. Should I be in already? I, you're gonna have to help me with that. We'll look at it later. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll show you a few, and you'll you'll see what I'm talking about. How it can be. Yeah. It's like watching YouTube videos, but they're they're like you know, fifteen seconds to a minute. Yeah. And you can just go through them really fast. And some of them are stupid, and some of them you know you just. Okay. Uh, but yeah, that that's recent for me, and I don't want to beat that horse anymore. Um, what do you got for something that that uh happened recently or you did recently that you want to talk about uh i'm uh, just a, a a family trip a, a short family trip uh, before covid started it was right at the very beginning of covid so where we, it was march wasn't it we were in um gatlinburg yeah so you're going like like a distant recently yeah yeah uh yeah it was like uh in march of 2020 yeah so just, I mean, just the ride there from from Denver, North Carolina to there, it's not that far, but just a beautiful ride, you know, mostly through the mountains once you're in the foothills when you're in Denver. Yeah. So, you know, it's a pretty ride all the way there. And then uh, once we found the place that we were staying in, in the condo that we're staying in, uh, no, it was a house. It was a house. We had a whole house to ourselves. That's right. Yeah. Well, like a cabin kind of yeah. joint. Yeah. It was, it was beautiful too. But I mean, it was like straight up. You're going straight up. Uh, this is a driveway. Yeah. This, this is a make a better ski slope is what this would be good for. Yeah. There was that one stretch where it was, it was super steep. Oh yeah. And, um, got in there and got unloaded and just love the place inside. And we had what pool table upstairs. That was a lot of fun. Pool table, and I think they had a like a Miss Pac-Man. Oh, game. that's right. There was Miss Pac-Man. Yes. And uh, was there a ping pong table up there too? Um, there was something over against the wall. The pool yes. table was kind of in the middle. The uh, Miss Pac-Man game was over next to the railing, thing, right. so you could look down. Right. And then there was something over against the wall, and I don't know if it was a. Hmm. I don't think it was a ping pong table, but it was something. Was it that other type of pool game um, with the bumpers? Or whatever. I'm, yeah, nothing I that I ever I ever played. Yeah, I can't remember if it was like an air hockey game or what it oh. was. There was something over there. Yeah. Okay. Um, but anyways, but uh, um, it was it was just such a neat getaway because there we were we were there as a family, and it was just so much fun to be in a you know just a completely different environment than we're in, and I just I just enjoyed that. Got up early in the morning, went for walks, and. Uh, yeah, Just I mean, if it wasn't thing. for my my sister and brother in law, <laughs> I, I would be have yeah. gone on far less getaways and vacations. Oh, than I, I know have. it. I know it. It's just it's wonderful that we're 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 so lucky to be close knit and and it's it it's just fantastic. Um, but you know, when we go places, we try to we try to laugh and have fun because that's the whole point. Yeah, yeah, and and so we um. Went into Gatlinburg for a few things, not a lot, because we spent, that was a trip to, for us to all hang out together. Right. 
but we went to the Titanic display and, and Parker, my grandson, he just, he knows well, how old is Parker now? He's what? 14, 13 or 14. Yeah. Okay. Should know and, this, but, and, and when he got going on the Titanic, was he, was it as far back as when he was nine? Uh, it's been several years. Like he nine or he pretty 10? much knows all the ins and outs of the, oh my God. the Titanic. I, I, I think the kid could tell you everything about the ship. Yeah. I mean, when he when he gets focused on something, he he's all in 100%. Oh yeah. So, what a, what a fantastic thing to be able to go to that Titanic display. Yeah, I didn't I didn't go, but uh mm-hmm. uh I stayed back at the uh cabin. Yeah. Uh, with my wife. It's hard for my wife to go do sure w- a walking yeah. <clears throat> kind of stuff. Yeah. And uh certainly uh absolutely but um, Parker was in his element. I mean, he wasn't he wasn't really saying much, but you could just you could just see it on him that just how interested he was in it. He, I mean, he was just about turning around in circles. Just he wanted to take every every display, every next event that you walked in yeah. on, on the trail through there. He was he was checking out everything. He was about spinning around in circles, just looking at everything. Yeah, taking it all in, and of course. Uh, and then they gave you like brief stories of some of the passengers, whether they were, you know, the poor folks that were down in the, the hull of the ship and everything in between. What I call that steerage. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So everything in between. So I, I was just so, I was so happy for him that he got to see that. So just, um, it was a lot of fun going over there. It was great because it wasn't that far. It wasn't that hard to get to and uh, just turned out to be, you know, just a real fun event. So, yeah, and that was that. That was basically like we've talked about it before. That was the beginning, pretty much the beginning of of the you know lockdown kind of shit. Oh yeah, that was when uh, you know the the girls were looking at school whether they were going to be able to go back to school and right. Like it happened fast. Oh know? yeah, yeah. So um, a lot changed when we went home. So yeah, that's why I have such a, and that that just inflates how I look at it being such a fun event because we were free we were we were walking around we were we were going places yeah i think and, uh kyle and i actually left the day early because i wanted to get home and and try to you know because it was a, a panic as usual and like everybody was oh, going yeah. out and buying up everything and i'm like shit man that's right we need I mean, to maybe get home and, and, and get like, go, you know, unload the car and just get to the freaking store and, and get what I can. That's right. Cause we were seeing it. We th- down the road from where we were, the little grocery store that we would go yeah. to, you know, to, to get food and stuff. Yeah. It um, was, they uh, were starting to get tapped out on like toilet paper and, yeah. and uh, shit yeah. like that. And I was like, man, this is, this yeah. is getting real and it's getting real, real fast. Yeah. And we you live, know? you know, we're, we live uh 30, five miles out from the center of a, a major u.s city so it's like good lord yeah and it was bare bones when i went to the grocery store the first time yeah and uh but you know we've we've done the covid thing mm-hmm. uh, but yeah i mean all in all it was a great trip it just it got a little scary there at the end just because of all that shit starting to happen yeah yeah and uh yeah but that was um uh, that's i just like that because as a group we were there, and uh, it's the last thing as a group we were able to do together 
for an extended stay. Yeah. I mean, like I said, the the first time I got to see all of them, obviously you and I have been getting together, and, and I've mm-hmm. seen Mom a couple times. Uh, right. But uh, Olivia's graduation was the first time that we yeah. got to see them all. And that was March, and you're going into, what, June? Right. Uh, and that was... 14 months. Yeah, 14 months. So hadn't hadn't seen my nieces or nephew or my sister or brother-in-law yeah in uh 14 freaking months man yeah, really so the world stopped spinning for a while it did and uh hopefully hopefully we're out of the woods we'll see i the, you know the only my, my biggest concern about it and and like i said i don't want to do covid every week but Mm-hmm. It's just that nobody's wearing masks anymore, and I know that they've lifted the restriction on masks. But to me, it's just we should be everybody should be wearing masks for another six months to a year yeah. because the people that haven't been vaccinated now there's new strains coming out, and I mean there could be a, a, another small pandemic. When I say small, it would still be huge, right? Um, because we're only at like I don't know the actual numbers. Cause I didn't, I haven't looked at them recently, mm-hmm. but we're only at like 50% vaccinated. Yeah. Wow. Um, I mean, so we're not even close to, no, we're not. <laughs> you know what I mean? So there's still 50% of the population or roughly 50% of the population that could, I mean, this shit could kick in again. Right. You know? Right. And uh, just being vaccinated doesn't mean that you don't, you can't get it. Uh, just right. The, the, the effects of it won't be is severe mm-hmm. um and i don't want to get sick even if it's not gonna i, I still don't want to feel like i'm having the flu yeah you know right um so i'm still wearing my mask when i go out mm-hmm. and uh you know that's all i can do yeah you know is i can just i have to wear my mask and i i don't usually go out i can control when i go out and i i, I don't like to go out until it's uh, later in the evening and it's quiet well and and my thing is and I guess this will be the last thing I say about it. But my thing is, is, is uh, places that you have to go, like, you know, um, the grocery store, uh, the pharmacy, you know, places that you that generally you have to go. Um, I, I think masks should be required. Now, the bars and, and places and gyms and all that. I don't have to go to those places. Right, right. You know what I mean? But I have to go to the grocery store, and I, you know, I, I have to go into the pharmacy. I have to go into Walmart or, you know, something like that mm-hmm. occasionally. Um, I just feel like, you know, you not wearing a mask, you're taking my choice. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but like I said, that's all, that's all I'm going to say about that. Um, but But understandably so that you should feel that way because... Your wife has MS, and she can't fight this stuff. Right, and the whole reason she can't get vaccinated is because she got her infusion. Yeah, and she her neurologist told her that she had to wait ninety days. Yeah. Now, I'm going to be scared to death when I take her to get her first, because you know, have no idea how how it's going to affect her. Right. I know how it affected me, and when I got my second shot, I felt like shit. Yeah, yeah, for a day, and uh, hmm. you know. I didn't so, think about that. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, we'll uh, we'll deal with that when it comes. Um, well, but she's brave. 
Yeah, she's like curious how how you know she's but, like she said that at Olivia's graduation. I'm when she was talking to the girls. I'm curious to see how I'm, uh, it's going to affect me when I get a shot. And I'm like, I'm scared to death. Right. I'm not curious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. I understand. But uh, well, let's move on to our top five. Okay. Um. I guess I'll insert the intro music here. Okay, so our top five this week is footwear that we like. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your fifth favorite footwear? Fifth favorite. This goes back a number of years. Let me put <laughs> let me put a time on it. I didn't think about that. Nineteen sixty-seven. Okay, 1967. We are wearing bell bottoms. Yeah. Okay. And I got some I got some boots. They were a suede material. I wish I could think of the name of them. I mean, the first word that comes to mind is dingo. But I don't know. I think that is a, 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 a boot I, brand. I mean, it could be something that's just in my mind because I've heard it before, but I, I almost think they were they were dingo boots. Yeah. But they were they were boots. And they were a suede, and, and and believe me, in high school, I, I literally I can't remember what I wore on my feet, but I sure remember those. And and, I can and, see it now: bell bottoms and bell bottoms, dingo boots, and uh, were they made for walking? Oh yeah, the boots were made for walking, and that's just what they'll do. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Nancy Sinatra had it right when she sang those lines. Yeah. <laughs> so because I walked to school and back, but um, yeah, I just. You know, when you're freshman in high school and you and you get something new like that, it's like, wow, this feels great. You yeah, know? <laughs> especially when it's you know <clears throat> trendy or you know, yeah, like it's it's or if it's just starting to get cool and you're lucky enough to get them, right, and be one of the the first people. Yeah, you know exactly. Somebody might make fun of them, and then you know a month later you see them wearing them. Yeah, yeah, right. <clears throat> um. It's funny because my I put my number five as cowboy boots. Oh yeah, and uh, I don't. I have a pair of cowboy boots that I actually bought in Tombstone, Arizona. Right. right. Um, I I haven't put them on in a while. I hopefully they still fit, but uh-huh. um, I uh, I don't wear them often because. For one, it is it's usually I, I wear shorts as long as I can wear shorts throughout right. the year. And right. Being in North Carolina lately, the last couple of years is pretty much almost year round. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah. Um, and that and then with the pandemic, like being stuck at home all the time, like mm-hmm. what am I wearing now? Where I'm wearing gym shorts and a t-shirt. Right. And. uh that's that's what I wear because it's well I'm not putting jeans on screw it yeah if I don't you know if I go out I'll put an actual pair of shorts on uh-huh. you know uh, if I go to the grocery store I'll put you know like zip with a belt the whole, you know like cargo shorts I know cargo shorts you know <laughs> only old guys well I'm getting old so and I yeah. like cargo shorts so right. piss off yeah uh, but yeah cowboy boots I would wear them more often if if I lived on my ranch. And, mm-hmm. you know, I could have the cowboy hat that went along with it. And, and, uh, but that's why they made five, you know. 
Yeah. They would have been higher if I could actually wear cowboy boots more. <laughs> um, but what do you got for number four? Just my um, my Keds. Keds. Yep, Keds. I haven't heard that word in a long time. Oh, yeah. When I was a little guy, that's what, you know, uh, I have a, I still have pictures of um, my fifth grade, my fifth grade, my kindergarten and first and second grade classes. And there's pictures of us and we're uh, on a set of steps and everybody was kind of spaced out a little bit because the classes were tiny and you can see everybody's feet Yeah, and, and I can see them. They're, they're kids. Every, every little boy there was wearing a pair of kids. That was the in, yeah. the in thing. Yeah. We were, we wore that. And of course the girls were wearing their shiny little shoe, black shoes or what, I don't know what they were called. Uh, patent leather or whatever. Yeah. I mean, this is uh this is 1957 now, you know, and it's just. Were they wearing saddle shoes? Were the girls wearing saddle oh, shoes? Probably, yeah. No doubt. No doubt they were. I always thought saddle shoes were cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the black and white. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. But, um, yeah, there we were with our rolled up jeans. Every one of us had our jeans rolled up, you know, about. Pack of smokes rolled up in your uh, uh, Kind of like sleeve. that, except down at your ankle. <laughs> you, you could have put a pack of cigarettes in there. Hair all greased back. Yeah. A bunch of five-year-olds that way. <laughs> Five and six-year-olds. But yeah, jeans rolled up, got our kids on, and our feet were never flat. It's so hilarious. It's so hilarious to look at it. It's not anything anybody shared or, or talked about. All the boys are standing there, and their feet are cocked. It's kind of standing on the outsides of your Exactly. Feet. Exactly. It's hilarious. I wonder I, why. Because that's the way we stood. Yeah. Probably we all looked at the... Some kids standing like that, and then we all subconsciously we just copied it, <laughs> and uh, it, it got to be a thing. That's funny. Probably our, as soon as our parents saw it, they said, "You're going to ruin your feet. Yeah, don't stand like that. Don't be silly." Probably said, "You're going to ruin your shoes." Yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because that's the first thing I'm going to have to pay for is new shoes. They're going to yeah. be ripped out. But yeah, just the kids and oh, and the Converse. Converse were were pretty much around then okay well i'm gonna jump in then because uh number four is, is converse all-stars chuck uh-huh. taylor's oh yeah um that's my fourth uh favorite uh, oh that's and interesting the only reason i put them at fourth it's because i can only wear them for so long because there's no arch oh okay i think they are actually making them now uh with an arch in them uh-huh uh and a little more padding in the bottom They've kind of upgraded. Yeah, there you go. But you know, the, like the the regular old fashioned freaking Converse All Stars. Sure, they're forty fifty dollars. Oh, I really? remember when back in the day when I was in high school because I I loved them back in high school. I had the multicolored ones. The ones were like uh, oh yeah, they were like per, and I had a, a metallic gold pair. That's right. Um, That's right. And they were like fourteen dollars a pair. Yeah. Now they're like sixty and seventy bucks. Yeah. It's just amazing. How much oh, they've gone up? Oh yeah, um, but yeah, that I see. I didn't know Keds were were actually around then. I thought Keds came out later. Uh, uh, I thought the Convert, but 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 I don't know because I wasn't. No, around the Keds then. Keds were definitely back there. Yeah, I, the Converse thing I might I might have wrong, but I I was pretty sure. Didn't Converse have the star on the back? Yeah, the red star. The yeah the the, the, the heel the Converse All Star had the like the little. Uh, white tag on it that says also and they're chuck taylor's uh okay 
you know, so they've been around a long time. Because I'm thinking way back, way back, there was a, there was a, um, I feel like they were like the first sneaker almost, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Because we called them sneakers. Yeah. They were for sneaking around. Exactly. So, um, but yeah, that, so we've taken care of five and four. Yeah. Uh, what do you got for, uh, three? So three, um, great mental block. I didn't, I didn't write them down. I just committed everything to, to memory. Mm, this is really good. Stumble with a microphone in front of my face. Um, oh yeah, I remember now. Had to be, um, 75. And my sister and, and my brother-in-law were really into running. They did a lot of running and, uh, I didn't, I, you know, I was just, I was focused on playing my drums and stuff like that. And I just, running was not my thing, but, uh, I was willing to give it a try. And my sister said, Oh, you've got, there's a new, there's a new uh, company out called Brooks and yeah. you've, you've got to get their, you've got to get their running shoes. There's just so much support in the shoe. She said, it's like running on clouds. It's just so nice. And I just remembered her saying that it's like running on clouds. Okay. So, um, went to the mall, searched them out, um, bought them with the meager paycheck I had because I was shocked at the price. I don't remember what it was. I just know I was shocked. Yeah. I'm thinking, well, I'm going to go get some sneakers, you know, for running. Okay. Well, this, this won't be bad. And it was seriously bad. I was like, oh my God, but I was committed. So I bought them, put them on, and I'll never forget walking out of the mall. I'm like, I hope I don't look like I'm walking funny, but these things are like walking on clouds. I mean, I'm not used to this. Yeah. I'm not used to my feet being this comfortable when I walked. I I love those things. You know, I started running. I got into it. I did it for a long time. And, uh, yeah, they're great. So I'll never forget my, my first pair of Brooks. Yeah. Now, I'm not going brand name with my number three, uh, but it, it cracks me up because it's running shoes. Oh, okay. Um, like, they they are really comfortable if you get a good, you know, the right pair. And uh, not a whole lot to say about them. Um, I don't run, you know, a whole lot. Yeah. Um, something I want, you were talking about how expensive those Brooks were when you bought them. Right. right. And I want to say something to the younger community. Uh, because there's a big joke about how like like men that are over fifty like New Balance. It's a big joke. There's all kinds of videos out there where it's like you know. Oh really? And it's like, well, I, I want to explain to you. I've been wearing New Balance. I don't have a pair of New Balance currently, and uh-huh. probably haven't in a few years. But um, I was wearing New Balance in my late thirties. Oh okay. Um, but I'll also tell you why is because. They're not nine hundred fucking dollars. Oh my god! And when you get fifty, you realize that paying you know one hundred and forty five dollars for cool Air Jordans or whatever wow isn't really that important when you gotta buy groceries. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. So you you're know. not. Yeah, you're not. You don't get to go home and watch TV in your room and kick back and you got yeah three computers and you're gaming and uh, life's a breeze. When you hit fifty, right. or even your late forties. Basically, when you go buy shoes, you are looking at price. Yeah. Like you, when the when you walk by the ones that are one hundred and twenty nine dollars or whatever, because you're like, I ain't paying one hundred twenty nine dollars for freaking no sneakers. No. Um, 
but you find the ones that are affordable and you try them on and when you find a pair that feels good that's mm-hmm. what you buy and if it happens to be new balance then it happens to be new balance yeah um so i just wanted to put that out there for all the younger kids that are picking on old people yeah. um because you, you know you're supposed to be the generation that's not picking on people and bullying is bad oh yeah um, but 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 yeah but old people old are people. fair game yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. because um they're they're odd and they think they're funny and they're not and uh they're old so <laughs> they've uh, seen their day whatever you know <laughs> They've been around a long time, and then uh, they've got a lot to offer if you give them the opportunity to offer it. But let's move on from that. Right. Um, Like I said, running shoes, uh, it's super comfortable. Mm -hmm. Um, That was my number three. So what's your number two? My number two are actually the cowboy boots that I bought in Tombstone, Arizona. So Holy shit. That's right. I love those things. I mean, a lot of uh, a lot of real good work on them. Now, you would know best. I don't remember the names of them. Just it was a really good boot. Um, I probably even couldn't even get them on now. But um, they were they were great boots. I just love wearing them. Yeah, and just it was just so cool to be in Tombstone and, and go shopping for boots. Yeah, it's like, this is great. You know, what a, what a great place. Yeah. We, we both love Tombstone in Arizona. So everything that, everything that we purchased there wasn't a lot, but I, I can tell you just about everything that we've had that we bought when we were in Tombstone. And I can also tell you the things I bought at, at the Indian reservations, like uh, Giza out there between uh, Tucson and Phoenix. Yeah. I used to go there and um, and shop a little bit. Bought some beautiful things on the reservation. Yeah, you talked about a belt you bought. I don't know if that's where you bought it. Or oh, not. yeah, a beaded, a beaded belt. I still have it. That thing is in perfect condition, and I, I wear it. I do wear it, but I'm, I'm like, very careful of it. Yeah. Because uh, it's a work of art. I don't want anything to happen to that. Yeah. But it's it's a beautiful uh, Indian, Indian-made belt. I, I also got that in Tucson. Yeah. Well, or, or no, 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 Tucson. Tombstone. Tombstone, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got that in Tombstone. Well, Tucson's not too far away from Tombstone. No, not at all. Um, but you, you're talking about uh, that, and and uh, my number two is is slippers, but like a moccasin style slipper. Right, right. Uh, that's I love you know kicking around in a pair of slippers. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't wear them out you know about town or anything. Um, but yeah, a good pair of slippers. Mm-hmm. I, I'm uh, anti like clothing at this point. Like like I said, like gym shorts, t shirt, baggy. I don't want anything tight fitting. Um, right. I don't know if it's an age thing or not because I remember when I was high school, I used to wear like uh, Levi's jeans. They made them. They called them super tapers. I mean, they were like tight around the ankles. I just always thought like shoes look better with a you know like you were talking about bell bottoms hate look. that look hate that look yeah, yeah i don't know how bell bottoms ever got cool it's the worst as far as i'm concerned uh, uh, they they were they were definitely different oh and then the 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 huge big bell bottoms that yeah. some people wore that were like yeah you know, like if you were in boots you uh, know you, you tended to buy a a different 
Well, the guys didn't. The w- women did. But I mean, I think I think Levi made a certain style of of bell bottom, and I wouldn't personally. I wouldn't have worn anything different than Levi's. Yeah. Because um, you know, that's what I'm wearing now. I'm wearing Levi's. I mean, I've always stayed with Wrangler and Levi's. Yeah, well, that, and that's, you know, it's off topic, but that's a funny thing. Yeah. Because I always, you know, that's all I wore is Levi's. Levi's, right. Levi's. Yeah. Well, then, like, but it used to be, like, there's, like I said, the super tapers, you know, straight leg. Oh, yeah. Now they got, you know, 505s and 510s, and, yeah. and, you know, and 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 then you, they're like $60, $70 a pair. Oh, let me tell you. And I was at, like, uh, like Target or something, uh, and... I, I just for the hell of it went back because I had Wrangler jeans and they were like fifteen bucks a pair. I said, I guess I'm wearing Wranglers now because oh, yeah. I'm not spending seventy or eighty dollars on a pair of jeans. Right, I've seen them for eight dollars. Yeah, yeah, down in Florida. But I was at um, we were at Disney, and uh, we went over to down. I don't know what the hell it's called. It's it's next to Disney. It's a shopping area. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of nice restaurants over there. Went into a brand new Levi store, brand new. Got to meet a member of the family. Just uh, I don't remember his name, but had a chance uh, to talk to him. I was with uh, your uncle Carrie, and um, somebody else was with us too. And uh, he was just really cool. And we were we were talking about that the store opening and. They, you could get anything made. They, they were taking special orders there. You could get any. They had a, they had a book and they showed you these pants, like uh, different types of embroidery, all kinds of things. Eight hundred, nine hundred, over a thousand dollars. I mean, that's a just pair. nuts. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's just nuts. You know, there's people starving to death. Yeah, <laughs> and there's nothing better than a, a pair of. Well, now they're they're normally like twenty nine bucks, but nothing better than a pair of inexpensive jeans that you've had for a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. It's, but and some in the right boots or the right moccasins, and that are we on to number one? Yeah, and we're we're waiting for your number one. My moccasins that I got in Tombstone, and I can't think of the name of them. Um, your mom got a pair too. We both got them. Something, a name that begins with the letter M. That's all I can think of. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. But, um, oh, man, those things are great. Love them. Yeah, you guys bought a lot of stuff in Tombstone. We we were shoppers when we were there. Yeah. It was just. Well, Mom's uh, a shopper anyway. She yeah. She shopping. But I, I got pulled in. I got pulled in because I'm well, like. Well, it's easy. I'm out west. Because it's unique stuff that you can't buy a yeah, lot of different places. Exactly. You know? Yeah, that was just how I felt about it. And, and especially, you know, you're doing a lot of walking. Not that Tombstone's big. It's not. No, but it's all retail, basically. Yeah. And we were just walking up and down Main Street, going in all the stores, spending all kinds of time. And and so I was thinking about my feet. I was like, yeah, I'm going to get some footwear while I'm here. Yeah. So, anyhow. Yeah, uh, my number one is Adidas Slides. Okay. I have them on right now. Oh, okay. But these aren't actually, these These I originally bought for the pool because uh-huh. they're just all like pla- whatever, plastic. The Adidas made a, 
a slide that had memory foam, and uh, they were called the All Stars or whatever. And I I can't find them anymore. Oh, it's yeah. like they discontinued them, and uh, so hmm. I bought you know another brand of slides, and uh, Ed just recently ordered a new pair, the same oh. brand. Yeah, but I started wearing these a little bit more. And I'm like, these are actually more comfortable than the other ones. So actually yeah. this morning, I, I put them on. I was going to wear the other ones. I said, because well, they get more comfortable as you break them in a little bit. Sure. But you just got to deal with that, you know, time period before they're like broke in and fit your feet right. Right. Yeah. And I put them on. I was like, I'm, I'm not dealing with these today. I threw them in the closet. I said, well, they're, they're, they're brand new. I'll, they'll get used at some point, but I'm just going to wear these. And, uh, yeah, they're like 20 bucks. Yeah. And, uh, I, I never used to be a sandal guy. Right. Or, you know, I, I, I won't wear flip flops. I can't stand anything in between my toes. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. I don't know how people wear flip flops. Drives me freaking nuts. Hate Uh it. Yeah. Um, even from just walking from, uh, the pool over there to here with a pair of flip flops, I, I, basically be pissed by the time i got here because of the the thing between my toes hate it hate it i can't do it i've never been able to wear them but these things you know yes it's it's, you know like it's just it's so hot out yeah no what i don't like about them is that they're you know obviously open toed um so i don't like like walking across high grass and stuff because you don't know what the hell you're gonna step on um (laughs) uh but yeah that's that's me t-shirt gym shorts adidas soccer slides i think is what they're called and i hate soccer but yeah uh but yeah that's uh that's our top five i think uh i think we're gonna call this an episode okay we've uh we've got some work to do after this so uh all right we'll call this an episode thanks for listening i am the kid i'm dan lee Catch you next time.